0: You are now listening to grinding true crimes with your hosts todd fox maddie matt and gabby
1: police have identified more victims and plan on more than just the four murder charges filed today
2: Confirm earlier reports of cannibalism the
1: building was a scene of ghoulish slaughter
2: large kettle on the stove which held boiled body parts
1: identified more victims gosh, killed gosh. even more plan on more than just the four murder charges filed today Had
2: sex with some of his victims before he killed them
3: and that he was also a necrophiliac. Hey, 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 welcome into to another episode of the Gliding Youth Podcast with your host, Matty Matt, along with our ready for today, Todd Fox, and Andy, the other host of the show. And we are back here live once again. Sorry for taking a long time. Uh, we've had a lot of things happening in our personal lives and uh but we squeezed in some time to record another episode so we uh we thank you for your patience and let's get into it but before we get into this let's let you guys know where you can find us uh you can find us on instagram and facebook just type in a grinding true crime podcast uh leave us a message leave us a comment like our page do what you want we will respond back even to the negative comments we will respond back uh if you want to continue to listen to us on your podcast streams just find us on Podbeam, Spotify, Anchor, iTunes and Pandora and for those faithful listeners outside of the country especially in the UK you can continue to listen to us on Podchaser, Radio Public, Breaker and Pocket Cast. Go to redbubble.com, type in Todd Fox 80, that's T-O-double-D-F-O-X 80 and you can buy some merchandise courtesy of grinding to crime. Um, always listeners' discretion is advised because we do get into some details of stories that may be gruesome or graphic to uh, people who are sensitive to certain things. So, uh, listeners' discretion is advised. Uh, please leave us a five star liking if you like our podcast. If you don't, just sign off. And always. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, um, if you would like to support what we do, we have a um, Cash App. It is dollar sign. Grinding true crime. If you would like to donate to us and show appreciation for what we do, it'll help us out, and hopefully it'll help us out getting a uh, getting a chance to get into studio, get a better studio for ourselves. So thank you for anything that you would like to donate. It's not a it's not a have to, but if you want to, okay. I got that out the way, Tom.
0: All right. Yeah, you just sure did.
3: All right. <laughs> Nothing else I need to add, right?
0: No, that's it. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> it's been a minute
3: <laughs> um so without further ado let's let todd break down his story and todd you said it is a twist at the end right
0: yeah there's a there's a bit of twist on this one um the next next uh show because i guess like maddie alluded to we've had a couple weeks here where it's just been schedules haven't been lining up we don't have a professional staff behind us so it's whenever we could find the time so we appreciate your uh like like matt said we appreciate your guys's patience um and for the love uh but this story comes out of florida uh the, oh. which, which is the panhandle of the united states uh so many crazy stuff happens down there um If you ever get a chance to, it's pretty funny just for, you know, for laughs, uh, Google uh, Florida man and check out all the the stories that happen down there. The craziest, wildest, stupidest stories of just humans in general and what they can do to each other is on there. And and, and it always seems to happen in Florida. So Mm -hmm. they have their own side.
3: We just have somebody write a crazy comment to us from Florida. so. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, there you go. Shout out to Florida. <laughs> Shout out to Florida. Yeah. Uh, our, 2 a.m. 2 a.m. Yeah, 2 a.m., that's right. <laughs> I, I, I hear she loved the show. <laughs> I, heard, I, heard, I heard. I
2: think she's our number one fan.
0: Exactly. Might be. Might be. She loves the way I speak. I know that for a fact. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, the story is about Austin Hariff. Um Austin Hariff, uh, He he... We'll get it. We'll get into what he does here in a, in a minute, but uh, it starts in Florida once again—the the panhandle of U.S. Um, crazy stuff happens down there. Couple that with the way life is and the the demographics of the area and, and the how there's just a melting pot of people in general. And some towns you go into, it's very swampy. Other areas in Florida, it's like it, it's beautiful. It's like resort areas, and then you have mm-hmm. the ghetto side. I mean, Florida has a little everything.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And one thing it has, if you know your movies from back in the day, it has drugs. It has a lot of mm-hmm. cocaine, a mm-hmm. lot of. Yeah. And and cocaine built all those high risers in the Miami area, in the South Beach area. Uh, that's all crack money and cocaine uh, from back in the day uh, from all the drug dealers. And right now, also, it has LSD problems um, you have, uh, which a couple drugs drugs will get into that are. Um, like flaca and also uh, bath salts well
2: I never heard of that Waka flaca
0: <clears throat> yeah flaca is sort of like bath salts if you've heard of that of, of that drug it's it's mm-hmm. something that it gives you superhuman strength um it makes I mean you have hallucinations like you won't believe the, what people say like like they can f- they can feel things you know like like it's just the world is like it's worse than LSD. Um, people go completely insane. Insane.
3: I, I I've never done it, but I've seen someone that has done it on a video, a crime video, and let me tell you, they went superhuman. They took three bullet shots and was still like on the on the rage. It yeah. wasn't until they got a headshot to it; it completely took them out.
0: Yeah, and there's there's a video too. I got I don't know. It's hard to find now. It might have been taken down. But if it's on the internet at any time, you could probably find it. So, But there was a guy, and he, he was eluding police, jumped off a three-story balcony, broke both his legs, and, he, of course, you're butt naked, too, with bath salts. You have to strip naked. That's like a must. This guy was <laughs> butt naked. He landed, broke, broke, broke both of his legs on impact, and as he tried to wow. run, he got up and he ran from the police. What? Yeah, somehow, way he ran. When I ran say him.
3: superhuman...
0: Yeah. yeah, but but when he was starting to come down, when they finally subdued him, man, he was yelling in excruciating pain. His legs were mangled. I mean, to the point where like pieces of bone were sticking through his legs. Yeah,
2: Ouch.
0: yeah, that's that's Florida, man, right there, Florida. That's Florida. Florida. Yep. So uh, our story takes place in Jupiter, Florida. So that's sorted. To Never heard of it i think it's the southern tip of florida it's around that area the middle, okay. the middle southern tip yeah um born on december 21st 19 uh 9, 1996 austin Hariff grew up in jupiter florida uh all accounts is that his parents say that he was he had a normal upbringing um his you know like he <clears throat> it was just him and his sister uh family for the the uh you know the family had good money they were in a nice area of jupiter florida um so he grew up with a normal background, played outside all the time. Uh, he would shoot BB guns, play video games with his friends. Uh, so he was he was a good kid, but just a little quiet, A mm-hmm. um, little shy in school. But he excelled in school; like he he always had good grades in, through elementary and junior high. Um, he would take classes like calculus and get um, advanced higher learning classes for a future college. So. He had, he had aspirations, and his family knew that, you know, he's a good kid, and, he, <clears throat> you know, he's destined for bigger things. Okay. So, so far, so good. Um, but through this, his high school friends uh, would would often say that he was never one to come up to you and start a conversation. You always had to go to him. He was kind of quiet. I mean, he, he, if he would go into a room <clears throat> with a bunch of people, even though he was in the center of the room, you would kind of forget he was there. He was that okay. type of, he was, he was that, type that type
3: of guy,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, very quiet, very reserved. Uh, one it. of one of his best friends in junior high and high school. Um, uh, what is it called? Uh, would would say that he him and his uh, family were very close, um, but sometimes he would exhibit some odd behavior, and his personality would change a lot. Like mm-hmm. he would, he would just do certain things uh, different.
2: So kind um, of bipolar.
0: A little bit, yeah, yeah. Okay. So interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, uh, you know, and, and this this reminded me of, of one of my friends growing up, um, because he had this sim- he had this kind of thought process. Real quick, uh, off topic. My my friend was walking to school with his mom and his and his sister, and there was a drunk driver who had been drinking all night, and it was like seven in the morning so you know he had been a serious drunk and he uh, jumped the curb and nailed all three of them, right, with his car oh. my friend doesn't remember anything after being hit just remembering that his mom was okay like she had a broken arm, but she woke up telling him, or he woke up to her telling him that his sister passed away oh. and his sister was only nine and I think he was eleven Oh,
3: oh. terrible
0: yeah, and and the th- the reason why I bring that up is because he from that moment on had a pretty dang good head injury from that, and his mindset would change. Like he would always try to go out of his way to tell you, "Hey, um, I'm this, I'm that." Like he'd always try to prove himself and, and and tell you what kind of personality. I would tell him growing up, like, bro, like you don't need to like tell me how you are. I know who you are. You know, like that's yeah. what your actions do. You know. Yeah. And uh, he's just. I don't know he's um he was very difficult to deal with at times because I mean he like even when we got into high school he would be getting into like like he got into like goth and satan stuff and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. like a, w- a week later he'd be like praising god and being the first one in church I'm like <laughs> what's going man you're changing more than the weather <laughs> so he had a bit of this wow. growing up his friends said that he would he would start changing his Moods, the things he was into, the things he would eat, like all the time. Like he'd be one day, like, oh, I'm vegan. You know, don't don't put that in your body. You're never gonna get muscle mass. And then he'd be like, man, that Big Mac is delicious. I'm gonna go get (laughs) two of those. (laughs) So (laughs) that was him, man.
3: All right, Um, is he still alive?
0: Yeah, my friend is, but like we, uh, well, I'd say ex friend. I uh, we had a falling out a few years ago, uh, and I haven't talked to him since. But he, because he just became too too hard to deal with man and he he would never go to see a psychiatrist or get on any kind of medication so
3: got it so Austin, this is similar to the the story
0: yeah yeah apparently yeah it's it's, it's similar to the story except at least uh my friend didn't do any things this guy did so
3: ooh yeah well, I take it he uh he did a lot
0: yes yes so there's there's a lot to that but uh you know and so so Austin Austin would uh, start making YouTube videos in high school and start doing things like, you know, workout videos, uh, you know, trying to give him life, um, you know, personality things and how to deal with things. And then he would just go on to rants. He would rap. He would sing just all over the place. Wow. I mean, yeah, he so and 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 then he would start wrestling and and he post wrestling videos. Uh, he was getting and he, at this time too, he was bulking up pretty good. Like like he was he was gaining muscle mass. mass. He had he had ripped abs. He was a big guy, okay. and and he started playing football, and he was doing good. Uh, his senior year, he excelled in uh, in football, high school football, um, and it could have led to something, but something happened. Uh, his senior year, um, you know, he got. Uh, He got hit, too, playing football and, you know, took a lot of hits being the defensive lineman and offensive lineman. And he was undersized, but he took a lot of hits and he may have had some concussions, which we all know following NFL football can lead to CTE and brain issues. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Like
2: that Aaron player?
0: Mm Mm-hmm, like Aaron Hernandez. Hernandez. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: That's a case probably we're going to cover, too, at some point. Might have to. I'm surprised we haven't yet, actually.
2: Mine. (laughs)
0: <laughs> she already claimed it. <laughs> she claimed
2: it. I really got into that story. I couldn't believe it.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a crazy story for all the people yeah. over the pond that haven't heard it, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um but this was um you know, and, and, and Aaron Hernandez was one of those players that you know, obviously I'm not gonna give it too much away, but you never saw it coming. So Never. Yeah. So uh he, he applied for a lot of colleges because not not only is it academically but he tried to get in for football, and there really wasn't any good prestigious college that was going to give him a scholarship, because him playing the line, he was only like about 265, 270, but he was solid muscle. And as Matt knows, you have to be like 330, 340. At least 300. Yeah, yeah I don't know right.
2: anything about that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, they're, they're not going to take you undersized like that. They're going to think you're no. going to if he's like 265, maybe as a tight end or something, but, yeah. but not as an offensive lineman.
3: And then, too, I don't know how tall he is, but you got to be a little taller, too.
0: Well, he's 6'3", I think, 6'3", or something. That's he's, solid. Yeah, he says my height. Um, but anyway, yeah, you see this guy, he's pretty ripped. I mean, he's, he's ripped. I mean, he's doing really good as a wrestler as well, winning a lot of matches. But he winds up um, getting a an, uh, scholarship and an invite to come to Florida State University. Not a football scholarship, but an academic one. Okay. And so Florida State College is a pretty prestigious college, probably the best in Florida, unless it's the University of Florida, 400 miles from Jupiter, Florida. And uh, so he went there and for something again, his personality changing all the time, him being in a different interest. The thing that shocked his friends in high school and his friends in the neighborhood and his family, he joined a fraternity like that, like like right off the bat, like he became a social he became a social butterfly like overnight what whoa yeah he turned from like you you got to pr- approach him first to he's all up in your face talking to you and, and just being very like interested in everything
2: so now he was calling attention to himself
0: correct and 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 he was uh, he was all over social media making youtube videos and just being very proactive instead of being called out in in, in the background interesting hmm. yeah. interesting so his, his uh, interest, once again, changed to now weightlifting. And he enrolled in the program uh, and, and began to major in the science and therapy of the physical body. And he wanted to be basically a physical therapist, you know, okay. a, So, so a, or a weight trainer, too, physical training. Okay. So now we have a date. And and, and uh, things happen when, there, when there's a date.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and so this is August 16th. 2016 oh wow so this is pretty recent very recent yeah uh austin was out with his father and uh his sister and his uh two two and her um her two friends and uh they were out and and uh at the beach or whatever hanging out doing a little hiking and uh he goes over to his sister and says uh you know what <clears throat> i am uh I'm a God. I have superhuman strength. (laughs) What? And uh, she's like, uh, run that back again. And uh, he's like, he's like, yeah, he goes, "Um, I'm half, I'm half horse, half human. What? Yeah. And she's looking at him like, look, you've done some pretty weird stuff in, in your past, but this is taking the cake. Like she said that when they were younger, that she woke up to him several times Standing over her or in front of her bed with either a baseball bat or some sort of weapon, and saying Yo. that the, that these people aren't going to get in here. Don't don't worry, sis. I got you. Yo.
2: What in the world? Yeah. Oh, she was so creeped out.
0: I bet. Oh yeah, she she a lot a lot of times would either sleep in the guest room with a door locked, or she would actually crawl in bed with her <laughs> with her parents. Too.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's scary.
0: Yeah. I mean, yep. You got to do what you got
3: to do to protect yourself. So,
0: Yeah. And when she asked him, she's like, are you okay? You know, like, and he's like, I'm, I've never been better. And she, he said it with conviction. She's like, you have to see a psychiatrist. Like, this is getting bad. And uh so, <laughs> so anyway, like, they, they continue to hang out at the beach and and do the hiking. They hike back to the car. They're going to go to Duffy's, which is the father's favorite restaurant. Now. The father and mother had been married for years, but they had gotten recently divorced three or four years ago in 2012. Mm-hmm. The, mo- the mom is doing her own thing. She's got a live-in boyfriend. The dad's been dating or whatever. And so, like, he's trying to spend time with his two kids, his, his son that's in college and his daughter's in high school. So they, they planned that trip. They had a good time with their friends. Now they're going to Duffy's and they're just going to have dinner, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Seems like a normal evening. Yep. So they get there, and the waiter says, what do you want to drink? And uh, Austin just gets up, calmly walks out on the security camera. You can see him in the restaurant just, like, walking out. Doesn't tell anybody anything. Doesn't say, hey, I'm going to go use the restroom. Doesn't say, hey, I'm leaving. Just walks out of the restaurant. And the father doesn't see him at first. So the mother lives two miles away. And you know two miles is kind of far, right? That is pretty far if, if you're walking. If you're walking. Now, how the hell does he get? <laughs> for, uh, two, uh, he gets to his mom's house in less than fifteen minutes. Get out!
3: <laughs> yeah, Uh-oh. yeah, he gets. Maybe to, he
0: can. Maybe he does have divine spirit. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's ridiculous. Yeah, because the mom all of a sudden gets a knock on the door and she's like, she's thinking, okay, that's my boyfriend. Answers the door and it's her son, and she's like, "Aren't you supposed to be with your dad? Like, why aren't you with your dad?" And then he's like. Didn't say nothing. He's like, I'm thirsty. And then she's like, what? And so he, like, brushes by her, goes to the kitchen. What does he drink? I want to see if you guys can nail this. He uh, pulls something out of the cupboard. Now, I'm just going to give you one hint. It's nothing you normally drink. Moonshine. No. Okay. No, nothing alcohol. Oh,
2: okay. Uh. Uh. Hmm.
0: Tomato can? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually kind of close. It is something you cook with. Oil, cooking oil, correct. What? Thank you. He opened he opened up a bottle of canola oil and just started guzzling it. Bruh.
2: What in the world? So she slaps. Disgusting.
0: <laughs> she slaps it out of his hand, and and here's where mama mama's thinking right here. She's like, okay, listen, that's weird behavior. But my boyfriend's coming over, and I want to get me a little good good. So I'm taking <laughs> you back to the restaurant. I don't care how old you are. You're not gonna stay here and spoil Mama's fun time, so so she takes she gets him in the car and she drives him back to the restaurant.
2: Wow! Hey,
3: okay. everybody got needs. And
0: again, no, no, no.
2: I- I'm not in shock about her reaction. I mean, kind of, <laughs> but hey. at the same time, it's like I think I would have been even if that was my kid. I would have been freaked out there too.
3: What did Jim Carrey say? When nature calls. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean,
0: I mean, Austin's 19 at this time. If anything, I'm taking him to like you know to the hospital. I mean, that's odd I behavior. Agree. <laughs> odd behavior. Because look, well, look. I go. mean, if if Mama wanted to get get some, she could have just been like, look, I think my my son's having a, a, a episode. Put him on a 72 hour hold. Because she could odd do be- that and get be- herself a nice little three day weekend. But but uh. <laughs> You know, she decided to take him back to the day. It's like, no, here, hubby, you take care of him, you know? Especially in this day and age. I mean, this is kind of modern. Yeah. You know, it's 2016. She definitely could have did that. Yeah, because they'll, they'll take him regardless now. You nowadays.
2: can't just ignore that behavior. That's odd. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. So, so, everyone back, remember, there's like five or six people at the restaurant at Duffy's. Mm-hmm. He comes back there. The mom explains what happened, dropped him off, and she just shakes her head and gets back to the house because, you know, obviously she's got to get into a nighty for, for her boyfriend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so so um, the father is pissed. Like, he's like, dude, like, why did you get up and leave? Like, we just started ordering. You know, we had a, a a nice day with you. And Austin sort of just, like, takes his fork and sort, starts, like, scraping the, the the plate. And the dad's like, stop. Like, like aren't you listening to me? So he's like, what do you want to eat? You know, like, because we all ordered. So he orders or whatever. Ten minutes go by. And then um, Austin's like, may I be excused? And, and then he's like, where are you going? He goes to the restroom. So he gets up, walks up uh, or walks out of the uh, the table. And uh, he walks out the same way he did the time before. He just walked out the front door. Again. <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah.
2: He goes back.
0: He goes back out. And oh, no. at this, yeah, at this time it's eight thirty already, so it's eight thirty p.m. All right,
2: I, I can feel what's coming.
0: Yeah, he walks out with a blue, uh, blue polo shirt and jeans and and uh, some shoes and a hat, red hat. And uh, you know, he doesn't come back, obviously. And after his odd behavior, um, you know, his father calls the mother and's like, I think, I think Austin's heading your way again. You know, he left us. I'm pissed off at this guy. I'm done. I'm just going to take the kid you know, my daughter home and her friends. And they're like, and she's like, okay. And then the mom just starts to get this like feeling overwhelming feeling. Like she waits a few minutes, waits a few minutes. He's not there. She's like, you know what? Um, I'm going to call the police. And obviously like they, like we've done stories recently where it's like 24 hour period. At least you have to wait yeah. before, you know, but she called the police and was like, "Look, my son is out there. Um, he's not in his right mind. I'm afraid he's going to do something or something's going to happen to him. Can you please be on the lookout for my son?" And the first time they don't take her seriously, she calls back again and says, "Look, I re-, you know, I'm I'm calling his friends. She tells him the same thing. So the police were like, okay we we'll, 'Okay, we'll we'll put a lookout for him. You know, we'll just a see.' Bolo, him. yeah, bolo. There, be on the lookout. There you go. <clears throat> so." As she's as they're doing that, she also calls his fraternity brothers, who a couple of them live in the area, who are out of school at the time. They join the search. The mom joins the search, um, and some of her friends that she's calling—they're all out looking for him in the Jupiter area, but no one sees him. Right? Okay. So now it's about 10:30 p.m. It's two hours since he disappeared, and there's that weird behavior. And then a nine one one call comes in, which I was gonna play it, but I'm like, nah, you know what? It's a uh, it's a little much, and then it doesn't ex- express exactly what it, what's going on because it gives you the viewpoint of the neighbor. So mm-hmm. let so let me dress this up. What happens is there's a, a neighborhood in Jupiter, Florida, real nice, you know, middle class homes. And picture like somebody that has turned their garage into like a club slash like bar hangout. Sort of like how my deck is, how that's their garage. Like they have a deck, uh, like they have a a bar, like a barbecue area out like right outside the garage. They have a bar inside the garage, multiple TVs to watch different sporting games, uh, couches, bar stools and a pool table. A man's game. Exactly. And and the and the husband and uh and wife are in there and they that's their hangout spot. Like the neighbors go to hang out with them. You know, it's like their little place where they dispense beer and they just have a good time. And it's and it's it's Florida, it's in the summer, it's humid, so their garage mm-hmm. door is open, it's ten thirty at night, they're watching whatever, they're hanging out. Um but the 911 call comes in and it's from a neighbor, Jeff Fisher, who lives right across the street. The football coach? No, not, not that Jeff Fisher. <laughs> but he's on there, and he's breathing really hard, and you could hear his wife in the background panicking. And the operator says, what's going on? What's going on? And he says, uh, well, first you ask him ten times what his address is, of course, because 911 operators, like, they don't care. You're, like, screaming and dying. <laughs> oh, no, no, shut up, shut up. What's your address? 4-3-what? 4-3- no, just trace the damn call and then find out what's yeah, going on. Yeah, in 2016, really? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Trace the call. So you have to hear her say, what's your address? Like six times. And then and then he finally, you know, when he's finally allowed to talk and tell her exactly what's going on, he says that he heard screaming from across the, the, the block and it was his neighbor's house, the one with the garage. Mm-hmm. And he said that he... He heard the wife screaming and the husband yelling, and he runs over there to try to see what's going on and to help out. And he said there was a guy making growling noises, and the the wife was on the ground, and he was beating up and, and stabbing the husband. And when he tried to intervene and pull him off, he got stabbed, he doesn't know how many times, but he feels at least three times. And so he ran back to the house to call 911 because he had no other weapons to use or to defend himself. Wow. Yeah, and so he said the 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 guy looked insane in the in the face. And so he's and so the operator's like, "Okay, she asked about what the, you know, are they still over there?" He's like, "I'm looking out my window right now and yes, he's still attacking them in the garage and and you could kind of hear screaming." And Wow. So she's like, where are you stabbed? And he's like, I'm stabbed in the neck, back, and arm. And he, and, and, and she's like, I, and the wife is like, I'm trying to stop the bleeding. He's like, I'm okay, I'm okay. Just get here and help my neighbors. Like, help my neighbors, please. So they put out, you know, right away. The, the police are, you know, are on their way or whatever. And the woman, uh, he goes, do, do you know if the woman is moving? And he goes, I don't see her moving anymore. And he goes, but, but he's still attacking the guy. And the victim is, the victims are, uh, John Stevens, 59 years old and his wife, but she didn't change her last name, Michelle Michonne, uh, 53 years old. So they were two people like in the twilight, not twilight, but like sort of getting close to retirement. So they had a nice, Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and so they're over there and, and this, you know, screaming is, is continuing and you know, uh, he, the operator's like, okay, well, we're getting a lot of calls about this, uh. Are you, are you okay? Or you, you need, you know, the medical assistance is on its way. Don't worry about it. You know, do this, this, and that for the wounds. And then they hang up on them, which is weird because usually they'll stay with you until the paramedics come. Yeah. Yeah. So, so five or ten minutes go by. Uh, actually, it's ten minutes go by. And the, the wife of Jeff Fisher, the neighbor, calls 911 again and says, where is the medical? Like, why aren't they here? You know, we hear a bunch of commotion over there. There's a, cops everywhere. But how come nobody's coming to our house? And the, and the uh, 911 operator says, it's not safe yet. So oh, crap. Yeah. And they said, we have to secure the area. And they're like, it, but it's been 10 minutes. There's a lot of cops there. It's not secure yet, ma'am. Please hold on. Wow. So what was happening in those 10 minutes is the cop, the first cop pulls up, and it's a female cop. She gets there with, like, within a minute or two. And, and she, she gets out, and she begins... She she's like sir sir get off get off and she notices the woman on the ground not looking good in good shape and I don't know if you've ever played that video game um, what is it called uh, what's a zombie one from back in the day from PlayStation Walking Dead no 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 the the other the other one uh, though the laboratory where everything goes out and the whole town goes to crap mm. well anyway in the video game you you uh, you you. Uh, you go in there, and the opening scene is you go you, you see someone on the ground bleeding, and you think somebody's helping them. And then when they turn around, they have blood all over their face, oh and man. it's a zombie. Well, that's what happened here. What? He was eating her? He was eating the dude's face. <gasps> yeah. The suspect, Mr. Uh, Austin Hariff was on top of John and as she saw him turn around and look at her he had blood and skin on of of John on his face so oh. she she immediately turned and fired the taser multiple times to where he just went right back to eating the dude's face what and then so she's like you know I need all all cops, blah 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 she called in like all the cops right like like she was like saying emergency blah 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 so all these police showed up Right away, within like seconds, there's six cops, cars there, a canine unit, and it takes them ten minutes, along with the dog, repeat. And you know a German Shepherd's bite and their jaw. Yes. Uh, yeah.
3: yeah,
0: their jaw is it is the the amount of pressure that they could put on on a on a, on a bite and the force that they could use. Yes. They said they said the dog was biting as hard as they could, and usually the police are always like when they sick a dog on a person. They tell him, "All right, enough, enough, enough." Because because just one bite right away is enough. Yeah. This dog was biting this dude for over five minutes, and not a and bunch. He, and he would not move. The, the six cops were trying to pry his hands because he wrapped himself around the victim, and he, and they were trying to pull his arms, his hands, his legs, everything off. Six people and a dog took ten minutes to get him off. Wow. 10 what minutes. was
2: he on? We'll
0: Probably get, we'll, that bath song. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. So they were, they were, tr- they were even punching this guy. They were trying everything, and and they, they, sh- they I mean, they, at
2: this point, don't you shoot him?
0: Unfortunately, they didn't shoot him. They did not shoot him.
2: How are you going to struggle that long when he's eating a person, and you're not going to shoot him?
0: Yep, they, they did not heard. shoot him. So, the superhuman strength. Of this dude wow. was in, was incredible, because it was just like that movie Split. I don't know if you yeah. Saw it. Oh yeah, that's yeah. what
2: I was thinking about when you said about superhuman strength.
3: And you
0: know what he in the movie he did eat that girl right? Yeah, yeah, he ate multiple yeah, he girls in the movie. Yeah, yeah, he was eating their stomachs or something like that. Yeah, know, it, was, it was weird. <clears throat> yeah, so they, uh, so they got him off and they put they you know because he wasn't he the thing was when they were trying to pull him off, he did stop eating the face so but but he just had himself wrapped around the victim to where they you know he was hugging him to where they thought okay he's like choking him out he's like doing a wrestling move so that's the only reason why they didn't they didn't shoot him even though they still should have oh, shot it
3: cuz they probably would have shot him
0: yeah they would have probably yeah they probably would have shot the bullet might have went through him into the victim mm, so there's there makes sense that yeah, makes was, sense yeah there, was, yeah there was all kinds of but
2: that victim was dead right no what
0: yeah not not at, not in the beginning no so, um,
2: so while he was eating his face, he was still alive?
0: Yes. And felt every bite. I, well, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <sighs> but um, once they did subdue him, they put him in handcuffs. The fire rescue got there and pronounced the wife dead on arrival. They were working on the man. Uh, his eye was missing. Uh, big chunks of his face, cheekbones. You could see some of his jaw was exposed.
3: Oh my God. yeah,
0: and when they rolled over Austin, he had uh, flesh on his face, and he was yelling at the officers to kill him, to shoot him now. And uh, so, it would picture that scene. I mean, the cops were traumatized, you know, just like everybody else. They were like, "Holy Heck
2: crap!" Yeah, I think if I was a cop, that would be the end of my career. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, that
0: that might make me throw up, man. Yeah. But before they could get John out of there, once they were trying to see if they could stable stabilize him at the scene, which was the the male subject, um, mm. he was he was pronounced dead. He he passed away because it was not only they they realized the amount of blood was everywhere, they couldn't tell where he was bleeding. So mm. but they did think that he was still alive and, and that he felt most of that pain. And, but he was stabbed multiple times. They saw when they rolled him over, he was stabbed in the back and the, in the stomach and everything. Stuff they couldn't see because Austin was on him for so long. Yeah. And she died from blunt force trauma to the head and multiple stab wounds herself. Ugh. Yeah. He used whatever that was in the uh, garage. In the garage. And then they, there was chemicals that were open that when they went to pick up his... Because he had stripped down to just his jeans, his shirt smelled like you know how you like guzzle something and you know like it goes all over your shirt if you're not mm-hmm. watching, you know like a Stone Cold Steve Austin all the beer mm-hmm. goes all the shirt. Yeah, he was doing something like that with certain chemicals that were in the uh, garage as well.
2: I am so grossed out right now.
0: Yeah, there's, <laughs> yeah this was gonna be uh, this was kind of kind of tough this one. This is a stomach turner. Yeah, so right away, the police have have seen this before. Uh, Two months prior, there was a Flocka incident where a man, uh, he got on Flocka, which is another form of birth uh, birth, bath salts. And he attacked a uh, mother and and son and beat him pretty bad. Like, he literally was walking down the street naked, and they had a bay window, like one of those big windows in the front of their house. Mm -hmm. Instead, Instead of going through the door, he just threw himself through the window and attacked them wow yeah and 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 luckily the police were able there to subdue him and then there was also one where it was another version of cannibalism um where the uh the man attacked a homeless man and you can actually see that this uh on on the video uh, there's there's another video i might post that one too where they actually had to shoot and kill the guy because he attacked the homeless man ate half his face and his eyes took his eyes
2: i i remember that
0: yeah, that happened prior to this one, just prior to this one.
2: It was like somewhere on a freeway ramp, right?
0: Correct. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And this guy that came out of nowhere was butt naked doing that stuff. So apparently, like you said, they gotta get butt naked. Yep. Yep. And and one of the effects of flocka is it's such a dangerous drug. It, it can shut down your organs. So people, oh, a lot wow. of people, a lot of people die from this. So, um, you know. Right away, you know, they, they saw that he was having trouble breathing and stuff. They were like, you know what? They strapped him down big time, took him to the hospital, and they were almost assured that he was going to be, the toxicology would be bath salts because it was a big Florida story. And um, so a couple days go by, and they're thinking it's either bath salts or it's flaca because at in 2016 was big over there. It's a homemade drug. It could sell mm. for a lot. And there was none. Nothing? Don't tell me it was back in oil. No flaca, no basalts. just trace amounts of marijuana were found in his body. What? Mm-hmm. That's it. What kind of weed he was smoking? I, <laughs> that good, good, apparently, or the bad guy. <laughs> I ain't that good, good. That's <laughs> that bad guy. No, that... no,
2: no.
0: Yeah. Jesus.
2: That don't make you do stuff like that.
0: Yeah, and 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 then the the, the doctors were perplexed. They're like, okay, then what's causing his organs to fail? Because then he was starting. To, they had to put him in a coma, mm-hmm. and, and uh, his uh, they checked and they were like, well, it could be several things. It could be you know not necessarily the cooking oil, but those chemicals that he took too. Mm-hmm. What what if that was part of it? And uh, yeah, there there <laughs> there's basically no uh, uh, what's it called? They don't have no rhyme or reason for why his organs just failed but wow. yeah so so what happens is he's in he's in uh, protective custody actually in the hospital you know he's locked up and everything okay and, and uh, you know he's got to stay there he's just out of a coma he's like a day or day or two out of a coma
3: mm-hmm.
0: and here's what, one of the twists that happened so his mom sneaks him in a cell phone he's not supposed to have a cell phone at all and uh, I'm going to play you a clip because our boy as you know, uh, Oprah's friend, Dr. Phil, he likes to get into everything. And This story was a nationwide story, so like he wanted the scoop, so his producers okay. got a hold of the mom. And that's the reason why she snuck the phone in, so that her son can basically tell his side of the story. So you want to hear what he sounds like? Yeah. All right, here we go. It's like a four-minute clip.
1: All right. There was this theory about Flocka that... You had somehow taken Flocka. Do you know what Flocka is? I
3: don't know. My dad told me it was a crystal or
1: something. Have you ever taken Flocka? No. You didn't take it the day of the incident? No. Have you ever seen a friend take it, or has there been around any parties or anywhere? No, I've never seen it.
3: I've never heard of my friends taking it. I've never been around it. I don't even know where
1: to get it, honestly. Is there any chance anybody could have slipped that drug into your food or into something you drank or poisoned you with it, contaminated you with it that day?
2: I drank uh, some tea at Duffy's, so... I don't,
3: I don't think they would poison me or anybody would poison
1: me. So... When this tox screen comes back, they're not going to find those substances in your tox screen, correct? No, no. You've heard of bath salts, right? Have you ever taken anything like that? No. So there's- seen it. Never seen it? Have any of your friends ever taken it? No. There's just no way that has anything to do with this incident or what took place. Oh. Yeah. Do you remember waking up that morning Going on the nature walk with your dad and your sister?
3: Yeah, I remember that.
1: And how did you feel on that nature walk? Paranoid. Mm-hmm. You felt paranoid? Yeah.
2: Uh-huh. I saw turtle shells and I was scared because my dad was slow and I thought he was in danger.
1: Does that make sense to you now still? No. Austin, um, Can I go back before this incident a little bit? Because I have a theory about what's happened here. And you have a best friend uh, that you spent quite a bit of time with and that the two of you had kind of quit hanging out together. You had started acting quite unusual for a period of time before that. Do you recall that you and your friend had kind of quit hanging out together and, and working out together? Yeah. Uh why why is that?
2: Well, I started being super serious, talking like an extremist and talking religion and stuff like that.
1: And uh I think he got scared, wouldn't return my phone calls. Do you know why you started to think that way and and talk that way and behave that way?
2: I don't know why, it just just happened. I was looking into the Illuminati and
3: Weird things, just being a leader and stuff like that. I don't know. Was...
1: Were you aware that you had made a shift in your thinking that was making people uncomfortable?
3: Um, Not really. I wasn't aware that I was pushing people away.
1: And I, I know it was affecting my relationships with my friend. Mm-hmm. And when you were making these videos that you were putting up on YouTube, you were doing voices and stuff, just acting silly, because, you know, like you, people do on YouTube.
3: I'm going to talk to you about why I don't do steroids.
1: The the content that you were putting up there about not doing steroids and that sort of thing, did you ever do steroids? Ever. Never, ever did steroids?
2: Never, never tried it once, never.
1: Did you feel that you were particularly strong or powerful or invulnerable to being injured?
3: I remember
2: jumping on my friends in my dad's car and behaving like wildly.
1: I don't know why. I don't remember a lot
0: of things that people told me I did. What do you guys think of Dr. Phil and his exclusive? Well, number
3: one, Dr. Build the dirtbag for wanting to uh, get involved in this,
0: mm-hmm.
3: uh, and number two, you can you can just hear it in his voice that
0: something ain't right. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. He he doesn't seem like he's all there, is he? No, not at all. Like he sounds he he sounds lost. He does, he does. And then how about all the times he asked him about bath salts over and over, and, and he kept saying. Oh, I've, I've never had it before. I don't know where to get it. Bull.
2: That it—it's so weird, though, how they didn't find that in him.
0: Mhm.
2: Yeah. But he's creepy.
0: Right, he's super creepy, and like this is the this is what like Dr. Phil wanted to exploit. You know, he wanted to give that like that look, you know, or you know that he's he's trying to get to the bottom of things and and. Because, I mean, at the time, people were like, man, like, how is this guy doing the things that he's doing? You know, how's this? Yeah. You know, so, like, they, they want to know, like, where did this come from? Where did the superhuman strength come from? And the toxicology thing threw everybody off. Yeah.
2: This must be infuriating to the victim's families. I mean, why oh, is yeah. he trying to bring up so much attention on him?
0: Yep. Well, for ratings. For ratings. <laughs> But that's what I'm saying, Dr. Phil. I mean,
3: come on now, that's weak.
2: Mm-hmm. Why
3: are you going to use this guy to boost up your ratings? I get it; people love controversy and controversy sells, But what? What is disrespectful? It, it's disrespectful to the victims
0: Oh, absolutely. Like I'm surprised he didn't ask some, you know, more inappropriate questions. You know, but yeah. But uh, oh. yeah, I mean, this is. I mean, the, when they went to trial. They were trying to figure out, you know, who this Austin kid was, because like you said earlier in the case, we were talking about how the um, the prosecution found all these videos of fitness training, talking about eating right uh, dieting. And then he'd go into devil voices, how he hears things in his head to football training, to singing Elvis songs, to rapping, to saying that he wishes he could take shrooms one day and beat up people. And then mm. the, so the prosecution was like, "Hey, well, he said this. Maybe he was on shrooms." But none of that was found in the system. That is weird. Mhm.
2: His behavior is more schizophrenic than anything.
0: It is pretty it is pretty crazy and off the wall, right? Yeah. So, with all this being said, this uh, the, you know, the court proceedings, you know, this happened in August. The court proceedings, he went to court in 2016, right? And mm-hmm. we're now in 2022. There is no resolution yeah. to this case yet. Are you what?
2: serious?
0: Yeah, there.
2: So that guy's just walking around free?
0: No, no, no. He's in. He's in jail. He's in jail. What What they did was they they put him in the psych ward of the jail, and uh, and so so he's not. Um, you know, he's not the uh, what's what it called again? Um,
3: general population.
0: Yeah, he's not general population, but he's in the psych ward of the jail. And he's been petitioning to go to an actual psych ward so that... Because, you know, when you're transferred there, you can kill multiple people. And if they deem you to be sane, they might, and most times, release you. And so him and his father have been fighting since 2016 to get him evaluated as um, a mental patient. And hopefully within a five to ten years, he could be released. Um, but he's facing the, uh, the death penalty... Um, and you know, or, or, uh, or at least life. And, and so the court has been going back and forth. And with COVID, it kind of screwed things up to where it put things on the back burner because right now he's facing, uh, one count of cannibalism, uh, one, uh, assault charge, uh, and, and, um, with a deadly weapon and, um, uh, attempted murder on the uh, Jeff Fisher neighbor. And he's also facing, um, uh, two counts of uh, capital one murder against um, the couple. So those are some serious freaking charges. But if you get, if you're criminally insane, because the state is trying to prove that he is not that he's capable in the head, and if it wasn't drugs, he's more than capable because they can't use that the drugs defense. And then the defense is using well. He's always had these issues with his head. It could be CTE. It could be bipolar. It could be schizophrenic. He's never been diagnosed. He's never done this. Give the kid a break. Send him to the psych ward. So it's a big back and forth to where this year and the next, and it's an active case, and we might have to do an update on it, Uh, in the next two two to three months, this process is going to go to the Florida Supreme Court, and they're going to rule on whether he's sane or not before they actually take him to trial or not.
3: That's oh my god. That's insane.
0: Yeah. So,
2: you know, that... I don't I I'm, I'm sorry. I don't I'm a parent, but I don't understand those parents where their children commi- c- commit commit <laughs> <laughs> they commit like such horrible actions like against others, mm-hmm. including killing them. And they still want to do everything they can to defend that child of theirs and get them out in the public
0: yeah yeah
2: so. and at this point it's like you have a responsibility toward everybody else now yep you would think yes i want my son to get help but clearly he's not stable that would scare me and that would scare me for everybody else i wouldn't want my child out in the public knowing their condition they're in
0: oh yeah and there's two things that that are they're crazy about this despite the story is the fact that how he looked going into prison and he looked like an innocent college kid he was basically called the the you know he had a lot of nicknames in the in the area uh the the fraternity cannibal the the college cannibal like stuff like that uh he but but he looked really buff you know in the first couple years but now you look at him he's put on a lot of weight Mm -hmm. because of what they feed you in jail you know, a lot of fattening stuff that's slop. It may taste like crap, but it puts the pounds on. He's he's big, so it doesn't come... It's not a good look for him being bigger now and being charged as a cannibal. And then couple that with his with uh, Dr. Phil doubling down. So, like, I guess when they found out that it wasn't the drugs and everything else like this, Dr. Phil got his dad on there and his dad is pleading for his son's release and and playing audio of their phone calls in prison and the son saying... Yeah, Dad, you should really read Romans sixteen thirty four. It's a good scripture, and he's tell- talking about like his training and how to stay healthy, and that he wants his dad to watch his diet. And he's like, "Look, my kid's normal." It's like, "No, he's not." <laughs> you know. And the doctor no, feels like, "Yeah, doctor they- feels like good point there. I think you're <laughs> onto something. I think that your son should be released." Wow. Why? do you actually sound like? <laughs> I don't know. I, I like my doctor Phil accent. Should use that more often. Oh man
3: My thing is this If they couldn't even Keep him at the restaurant What makes you think They're gonna Do anything To him When it, if, if he's if well, They're gonna
2: put their lives On hold And
3: just watch him 24-7 Exactly The mom didn't even Want him there When she was getting When
0: she was At, <laughs> when she was at her house <laughs> Well see that, That's the thing too I mean Wouldn't you trip out Anytime he leaves The house by himself Exactly I'd be like Don't go eating Somebody now you're here You know what I mean Like Like <laughs> Come on. I see what you did. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> like, geez. I mean, like, that's insane what that kid did. He flipped a switch, and and nobody knows exactly what it was.
3: So the moral of the story is, if you see somebody butt naked, stab them in the head or in the heart, because clearly they got supernatural strength.
0: Yeah, they're not going to come at you uh, offering you flowers. They're coming exactly. at you butt, butt naked in the middle of the day. They're looking to cause some harm.
3: Exactly. And here's my thing. Look, I, of course we feel sorry for the victims.
0: Mm-hmm. I
3: don't know what he could have had or what kind of tool he had in this persons or if they if he blindsided the both of them. Mm-hmm. But in a situation like that, like let's say it's me and my wife, I'm trying to kill this dude. I'm gonna oh, yeah. grab something and stab him in his brain or stab him in the heart or do something. I mean, I get it. They're older. And I'm not blaming the victims at all whatsoever. It's just, um, you know, that neighbor that went over there. Clearly, he's not talking to the people. He's he's hurting the people. Do something, you know, like stab
0: them. Yeah, I mean, things happen so fast, it's 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 hard to tell how we would react. But, I mean, like, I get your point. And, and one of the things, like, I, I only touched on, and I left out a couple things, which I'll, you reminded me. He was grunting like a freaking animal, up until yeah, you, you mentioned that. Yeah, you up until
3: a uh,
0: Yeah, up until he they pulled him off, and I didn't tell you what happened when they got him to the hospital. So uh, I left out a part right here where they got to the hospital, and and uh, they were checking out his wounds and stuff. Even though he's the attacker, he's strapped down on the thing, and they're and they're trying to figure out what's going on. And they're like, "Oh, you have something on your face," and it was the half the dude's mustache was on his lip hanging out of his mouth stuck between his teeth like the skin and the mustache. Oh yeah. And they actually pulled it out of his mouth. Hey man.
3: Hey that's 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 just nasty. Yeah. So that's the horrible way to die. Yeah.
2: I can't with this. This is like I don't <laughs> understand it. This guy needs to be committed.
0: I mean, and we're gonna know soon enough. Here, we should know. Like but by... how,
2: how are you trying to prove that you that that he's normal like any other person? Yet he had no drugs in him, and you're trying to prove that he deserves to be released.
0: Yeah, at some point, like they want him to face like five to ten years, get all medicated up, and show that you're not a, uh, harmed anybody, and they could release him on that.
3: Stop it. Yeah. They'll relie- Keep them they'll- work. I'm sorry. Keep them in jail.
0: Yeah. Well, it's either jail or, or uh, they're saying that the death penalty is most likely going to be taken off the table, but likely it's no less than life. Like he'll okay, He'll life. get, he'll get right. two life sentences.
3: Yeah. All right, life, life it is.
0: But if he goes to the insane asylum, it's based on what the doctors do. Because remember, we did that story about the other cannibal in the UK. Mm-hmm. And and he wound up getting out. Uh, uh, what is it out of uh, the insane asylum twice? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's
3: right. That's right. And it
0: was both murder cases he got out on. So it was two different occasions. And then the doctors were like, "Yeah, go for it." And they let him out again. So, yeah, it can happen.
2: Well, I don't. It's hard for me to believe how people that have these kind of issues, like to this extent, could be rehabilitated. I don't see it. Something is clearly really wrong with their brain.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. That is true.
2: I mean, I'm not blaming them for what is going on with him. Something's there. Something's wrong. I'm blaming the parents for not doing a better job at figuring it out before trying to get their son out. I agree. So he can do it again. I agree.
3: I agree.
0: Yeah, he's just going to be a repeat offender. So, yeah,
2: because clearly they have their own lives. They don't have the attention to make sure that he stays out of trouble,
0: especially the mama.
2: And he's an adult, yes, but clearly not a normal adult, though.
0: So. Yeah, these parents now. I think I think his parents are in their early fifties, so they're around the the um, the victim's age is what they were now. So yeah, they're not going to be able to have the mentality or the strength to handle a kid like him if they were to turn him loose again. But absolutely um, not. I, I if just... he
2: had taken him to the hospital after his weird behavior at her house, that mm-hmm. wouldn't have happened to that couple.
0: Yeah, exactly. He would have been committed. Put him on a seventy-two hour hold, and maybe they find something before he does that attack. I totally agree.
3: Totally agree.
0: Yeah. So that's the that's the case of Austin Harif, which is still ongoing.
3: Wow well thank you Todd Fox for breaking down that story and once again ladies and gentlemen no matter what state or country you are in if you see somebody butt naked they not asking you for the time <laughs> so run away or get them before they get you
0: well especially if they're butt naked and they still have their watch on they really don't know what they really don't want to know what time it is exactly and if they start growling like a pig they...
2: And what happened to the neighbor that
0: got stabbed? Oh, Oh, that's right. I didn't get into that. I'm sorry. Thank you for reminding me, boy. This, yeah. I, I missed a couple of spots because of the Dr. Phil thing. That's what it was. Oh, okay. Okay. But, um, Jeff Fisher survived, but they said that the blade that he used on the stab, on the stabbing, it came with an eighth of an inch of his jugular when he got stabbed mm. in the neck. So he mm. could have, he could have killed him and he almost did. So uh, Jeff Fisher made a full recovery, no problems, no issues, but, uh, very traumatized to say the least. well i'm glad he survived
2: yeah you know i think he tried you know it's that must have been a shock that kind of situation like what do you do mm-hmm. and and the fact that he tried he tried helping i mean you can't think this person is insanely strong yeah i i don't blame the guy he did what he could and he had to run off
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely. scary Absolutely.
3: Or if you're in a state where you can hold some heat, carry that gun with
0: you. Yeah, that's true. And and, and back then they had that. Uh, oh, I think Florida still has the law where it's uh it's that one. Uh, God, what? That one Trayvon Martin one, where it was like you could. Oh, stand your ground. Yeah, stand your ground law. That that's. I mean, he could have stood his ground, but uh, and man, I would have blasted him. Yeah right. <laughs> unloaded a clip on him.
2: If you had a weapon, babe, but you're in a situation of sudden.
0: If I had a weapon, I would have blasted him. No question that. What you
3: doing naked in my house? What?
0: Boom. He must have surprised the crap out of him because it had to been. Yeah, because he got both of them pretty quick and subdued both of them. So like, yeah, he cu- he must have caught him off guard. And they they were probably just chilling a night on a nice evening on uh, Sunday afternoon or evening. Yeah, yeah it was ten thirty at night. Humid. Yeah. And and that's just, what I'm saying.
3: I'm not blaming the victims at all. You know, anything can happen.
0: No, I know. It's just, it just goes to show you, man. You just never know what's going to happen.
3: Yeah, yeah. So, well,
0: what was his last name? Uh, Harif. 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 Okay.
3: Mm-hmm. All right, Austin Harif. Well, thank you, Todd, for breaking down that story, that gruesome story. That was that was that's nasty.
0: Yeah, exactly. So sorry, we, sorry. It's
3: all good, man. That's why we say, listeners, it's, discretion is advised.
0: <laughs> we should have said, if you ate prior to this, you might want to uh, wait a little <laughs> longer. <laughs> well, you did say it was a twist. So it was a story with a twist. That was the yes. definite twist. We got more twists coming on the next episode as well.
3: All right. Well, once again, thank you, Todd, for breaking down that story. And uh, we're going to be signing off soon. But before we do, a little quick reminder. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Just type in the Grinding two Crime podcast. Uh, continue to listen to us on podcast, uh, Podbean, uh, iTunes, Spotify, and Anka. And for those listening to us outside of the country, oh, I forgot about Pandora, sorry. And for those <laughs> listening to us outside of the country, continue to listen to us on Pocket, uh, Podchaser, Radio Public, Breaker, and Pocket Cast. Once again, go to redbubble.com, type in Top Fox 80, get some merchandise. And if you would like to donate to the uh, Grinding True Crime, you can uh, uh, donate on Cash App, just type in dollar sign. Grinding true crimes, and there we go. Okay, so with all that being said, we're signing off. This is your boy Maddie Matt, along with our narrator for today, Todd Fox, and the other host of the show,
2: Gabby,
3: and we are signing off.
2: Toodle.
0: Peace. This is Doctor Phil, and please tune in <laughs> next time to do another Grinding True Crime episode. <laughs> Y'all come back now. You hear? <laughs>